I'm rusty. Oh, rusty. Rusty. I was going to say rusty buckets, but... I was going to say spin bottom. <laughs> Who's... What's I a... don't know. <laughs> what's that? Rusty Look, spin bottom? I don't bottom? know. I don't know. It's been, it's been a brain fry day in toddler land, so... Oh, can, Shot chocolate is that. with me, and you are drinking... Cheers. Cheers. I'm drinking... Cheers. Cheers, cheers. I'm drinking a... a, a <laughs> Yep, English English breakfast tea. It's a Yorkshire oh. gold. I added a little look. Milk. It's breakfast time somewhere. Probably not in it England is. though. Honestly, not quite. Um, yeah, no booze today for me. Booze for Esther though. So it's gonna be fun. Just a little boozy vodka. <laughs> Listen, vodka has very little effect on me. Although there is a famous to me story. <laughs> Famous to me and this friend that it happened to. <laughs> I was drinking quite a lot of a vodka mixed drink at a. Uh, girls art night event and we continually commented on how vodka doesn't really get us drunk and then while um going to sleep on the couch of the friend's house uh i believe i said oh vodka makes me very drunk <laughs> um, like, i knew it was one or the other i couldn't remember which one it, it doesn't was actually it actually it's like a flat effect though but that's okay it's just a nice little uh nerve tonic for the moment i've got I've got my my shot chocolate recipe. Tell me. Oh wait, first of all, have we said our names? <laughs> We've have in rough and and I'd like people to guess at this point who is who. <laughs> Who's who? Who's the person hey describing? No. <laughs> hey, hey guys. Hey. Who's hey. drinking out of a Hulk hand mug? Uh-huh. And who's, who's drinking, drinking shot chocolate? Who's drinking shot chocolate out of an enamelware mug with owls on it? Know your podcast podcast hosts. Janine is drinking <laughs> Karen. Wasn't it Karen you always said you were? Karen. Well, that's who um uh whenever I people would get my name wrong in emails at my last job, they'd be like, Hi Karen, thanks for the proof. Uh, and I'm like, my first name is in my aggressive. email address. It's Kristen. <laughs> so I'm like, hi Donna. <laughs> it's very Yeah. So I'm Kristen, by the way, drinking out of a whole can mug. And who are you? I'm Esther drinking out of the enamel mug. Mmm. Mm. Sexy. So tell me about this shot chocolate. So shot chocolate is uh, a nice base layer of milk in mm-hmm. a saucepan. Nice organic whole milk. You add in some cacao, powdered cacao. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little pinch of uh, sea salt. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. once it comes off the burner, you give it a good glug glug of any booze on hand. <laughs> and maple syrup to taste. Oh, to to sweeten it. Yeah, because you're to using taste. right. Oh, to taste because to yeah. Taste. Well, to your taste level of how sweet you want it to be. Because the cacao is a bitter sort of chocolate; mm-hmm. it's not a sweeten. So anyway, that is it, and it is delightful. The cacao on its own, without the booze, very mood stabilizing, enlivening, heart opening, sort of like wine. So there's a little depressant factor with the vodka, but I feel like it's a nice balancing pairing. Try it out at home. You can I pause can the podcast and go do pause that. Pause it right now. I can vouch. I can vouch and say, even if you're just making like a packet of Swiss Miss. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> any, any, any even suggestion of chocolate near milk is. Any 
I, I any liquor you have because I had many moons ago. I had oh. this giant bottle of banana flavored rum. Oh yes, I remember that. Wait, was I, I there for the banana flavored rum, or did you just tell me the story and I embodied it in my mind? That happens sometimes. I feel like you were there. Okay. Because because it, when you introduced me and Alicia, tinkle, 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 chimes. Mm. My phone's over here. <laughs> you introduced me and Alicia <laughs> to the concept of shot chocolate. And I feel like we were, I could have just made this memory up, but I feel like we were at my I old, introduced the, you to that? The down, we were at the downstairs apartment yeah. um, of in Chicago, and we tried it with that banana rum that I, by then I'd mm. already had for like five years. And I think I'd only ever made one cocktail out of it. And then I was like, why the fuck did I buy banana rum? Yeah. Because it's gross. But the only thing it's ever been good in is shot chocolate. Yeah. And I think, we, I think we killed like a third of that bottle between us. Yeah. And then I had the other. I'd never I never used it again even though I knew it was good in shot chocolate. And right. by the time I left Chicago, I think I just poured out that last yeah. like three three fingers <laughs> last three <laughs> fingers of a banana rum cuz yeah. yuck. That was a invention from I mean I'm sure other people have done it. It's not like I think we founded it, but, no, uh, but you, you invented My long it, my longtime friend Katie and I <clears throat> started that in Oregon. Um and we had a Because I don't tradition. think anyone else has ever called it shot chocolate, though, which is brilliant, we, brilliant marketing. We tested a couple of names between us, and there was another that we sometimes called it. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. We should mm. cut this out. Um, we should cut this out should be the name of most episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and I will cut it out because I will be the cutter this year. You I mean, this are. year. This, this is how often I think we record this podcast now. <laughs> This year, I'm the cutter. <laughs> I was just about to say you are on the cutting board, but you're not. No. We're not cutting you. The chopping board. Uh, new slash. Me, me and the board have been meeting the podcast board have been meeting. <laughs> Who's on the board? It's you and the cats. Yeah. We've been talking. Probably my own cat would turn against me. But then she turned against me just for shits and giggles. Oh. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, I gave uh, the shot chocolate recipe. And mm-hmm. now we're trundling right along. We're here. We're here. For the first time, we the first time we're recording since September, and it is the end of November. We are the week recording the week of Thanksgiving. Probably by the time this is released, it will be after Thanksgiving. We recorded in September last. I thought it was October. No, we released it in October. We released okay. in October because okay, okay. I needed time to edit it. Yeah, but yeah, it's been crazy fall for both of us. It's been you quite- moved. I moved again. You moved again. Still within West Virginia. Still, you have a whole this is just like house a, now. I have a whole third floor. I ha- I call it the house at the top of the house. So we're Ugh, I'm actually recording so from a, cute. I am recording from a room that actually doesn't contain my bed, which is the first time <laughs> I think ever that that might have happened. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Every other time I've recorded. I think maybe when we did our when we did our um pilots before we ever worked on this version of the podcast when you were in that the your old apartment, yeah. I think. Maybe. Yeah, I had because I remember then. you had that mannequin bust that was wearing hats on it right behind you, and we were drinking a lot. And I was like, "Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Who's that, that guy wearing all those we hats behind you?" We didn't record the night that I tried to upend the bottle of wine without removing the, <laughs> the cap. <laughs> I think that was in one of the lost pilots. I think. And then my, after all, we did those lost pilots and then my computer hard drive died. So those have gone to the mist. Really? I think mm-hmm. I might still have one somewhere. Maybe on an old phone. Yeah. I had one on some kind of portable portable 
device because uh, I remember being out in the canoe and listening to it Mm -hmm. and our voices just echoing across the lake. (laughs) I will say anytime when I, well, the one or two times that I did edit um, our podcast this past summer and my nephew was overhearing while I was doing like when I was playing some of it and he heartily laugh. I mean, he laughs when he hears like other people laughing, but our enthusiasm and cracking up at ourselves. He was a big fan. Like he outstanding just would tip his head back. and oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Well, when, when he gets old enough to like actually understand what we're saying, uh, I'm going to have to cut back my cursing by 900%. Uh, let's also talk about that for when I'm driving with him in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that's how I learned all of my curse words by the age of five is by driving around with mostly my dad, a little bit my mom, definitely my dad. So I and I knew for the most part that they were all bad, that I shouldn't say them. Yeah. But my preschool at the time, seven, please don't do this. You're scaring me. Um, she's she's trying to get a pen, but she's also like putting her paw near wires. I don't want her to like unplug me and we'll have a whole share con situation again. Wait. <laughs> I was um, like, uh, in what way is your con situation? No, not in a way that I'm attracted to my own cat. Okay, good. <laughs> in a way where we lo- spontaneously lose sound. And that was the moment we had to call for intervention. <laughs> Um, situation. <laughs> we really have to be more specific about what a share con situation is. If it were to come to mean a situation in which you became attracted to your own cat. It's oh, like Okay. It's like it's, never be. It's like an Oedipus complex and it's a share con complex. I think Young wrote about it, probably. Freud. I'm sure. Not Young. I'm Freud. sure. It would have been Freud. Obviously. Definitely. Definitely Freud, Freud not Young. Um but so the preschool I went to, uh, sh- we weren't allowed to say shut up. So shut up was a bad word. Oh, yeah. Which I knew I wasn't allowed to say it at school, but I have two older brothers, so we screamed it at each other all the time at home. But I at least knew I can say it here. I can't hear. Oh, uh, we couldn't but, at home. And um, home was school. Did you forget I knew, that? What was that? Home was school. I was homeschooled. <laughs> Wait, you're just now telling me this? <laughs> Plot twist. Big reveal. <laughs> Um, so I also knew shit, damn, bitch, <laughs> ass. Oh, I didn't know those for a long time. Fuck. I knew, I, fuck, I don't think I learned till I was maybe seven. So, oh my but, word. No, I mean, I no, say I that as if But I knew shocking, they were bad. Yeah. And so, but when I was at school, I didn't know the difference when people would say the S word. I didn't know if they meant shit or shut up. So I said neither. <laughs> but... <laughs> Someone was talking about, like, you can't say the S word. And I was like, you got to be more specific. And also, we weren't allowed to say stupid. So I would have thought also stupid. I didn't know shit. I didn't. Listen, I didn't know the word. I didn't know shit. I didn't know shit. But I also didn't know the word shit until I was probably, I would say, in my teens. Yep. Um, There is another story. And I can't remember how old I was. But this must have been years later. But um, my dad also, and I did get this from him, the uh, creative combination of curse words. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Especially especially when driving. Mm-hmm. And my mom says, because my mom and dad dated in high school, and so my dad's dad, who died well before I was born, um, my mom said- Put she, a pin she in that, knew, return to later? No. <laughs> 
Yes. Off air. Off air. Between you and my therapist. (laughs) You know me. I was like, oh, Oh, I got questions. But no, my mom knew my dad's dad uh, as a teenager, and she was like, Mr. Foster would say the most <laughs> the most insane combination of curse words. And she's like, the one I've never been able to wrap my mind around is shit hooks. She's like, Kristen, <laughs> what is Kristen, what is a shit hook? I is it a hook it. is it a hook made of shit? Oh, I love it. Or though. is it a hook something to get shit? She's it's, like, either way, <laughs> it sounds it's etymologically senseless, but it's feels wonderful yeah. like or it yeah. sounds like you call hooks. someone like you're so mad you're like listen here you shit hook <laughs> it's like oh, oh that's so, so they are you, okay interesting i didn't know how or i'm or i like do you say like oof i'm on shit hooks like if you're on pins and needles the shit hook sounds horrible are you saying like tender hooks is that the thing <laughs> yeah like, i'm like, thinking of it like tender hooks but shit <laughs> i think you call I think you call someone a shit hook. I think that's I think that's the context in which it was used. So I knew I knew all the bad words and I think when I was 7 or 8 I heard my dad in traffic call someone a dickweed. And I ran through the words in my head. I was like, shit, damn, bitch, fuck, ass. Oh, that's not one of them. I can say that. And so then like maybe the same day or the next day, one of my brothers pissed me off and I called him a dickweed. <laughs> and they were like, you can't say that. And I was like, what? It's not a bad word. So they like told on me to my dad. My dad had to like laugh and be like, so uh, uh-huh. that's not that's not something you should have repeated when you heard me say it. <laughs> and I, I had to be like, why? What is it? And then like having honestly, your father. what is it? What did he say? I think it dick. I think he's. I think he just called someone a dumb dickweed, like in traffic. Which I say that word all the no, time. No, but I mean, what does what does it mean? I honestly think dickweed is, is same it like as shit hook. Weed grows on the penis. Maybe, and that might be kind of the best. Or case. maybe Depending it's a, on what a, kind of a weed. plant that grows and looks like a dick. Okay, that's different. I was thinking I like I cannabis think growing. <laughs> I was thinking weed more like like. Yeah. You weed your garden, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. Mar- marijuana. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, I called one of my brothers a dickweed when I was young, and they told on me, and my dad left. <laughs> so. <laughs> Interesting. So those events. Probably related. Look, <laughs> Brett, look. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> I thought you were being, I thought you were using morbid humor. Did you say that your dad laughed? Laughed, not left. <laughs> that was I later. I thought you said, and my dad left. I was like, that's holy what, shit. That's a real that's what, that's what together. That's what caused my parents' divorce was my use of the word <laughs> was, dickweed. <laughs> I was like, we are getting into therapy. <laughs> Look. I was going along with it. I was trying to roll. But I was like, damn, that's dark. No, he laughed. He laughed. I he gotta laughed. hit my vowels better. He, he laughed. laughed. He laughed. My dad laughed. He laughed. Oh, he laughed. This is why Beverly says laughed. Uh huh. Oh, I was just looking at you and I'm laughing. <laughs> Can't stop um, laughing. Yeah. Anyway. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Um, I have. Okay, I do, it's not that I have no tears, but I don't. I don't have a like clear standout for a cry corner. Okay, same as the garage corner. Sorry, not really want the format. <laughs> So I'm feeling like the pressure of like conforming yeah. to it. Look, here's the thing. We're not going to shove ourselves into a grudge cry box here. If we don't, if I'm not feeling grudgy and if you're not feeling like sharing a cry from the last, however, how, however, that's not a word, but you know what I mean. However. We don't have to. <laughs> from the last. 
how how however long did <laughs> I don't know why I stuck so many D's in there. I like how ever. I like how it felt like you were trying to do a more form, formal version, like when people incorrectly use whomever, trying to be uh-huh. grammatically correct or sound intelligent, but mm-hmm. often it's incorrect. Or you say you say whomst. Whomst. Whomst, whomst. says this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But if you have a grudge corner, I'm open to hear it. Or if you just want to talk about other stuff. I really don't have a grudge corner. Mm. And also, I don't want our listeners to think I'm angry all the time. To I don't Tim know McGraw. why you gotta <laughs> be angry all the time. Well, it is my favorite, your favorite, and objectively the best Tim McGraw song. I just drooled a little bit. That's ever existed. <laughs> The best, the best of the duets to duet with <clears throat> yourself. Yes, it's very difficult um, to pick. I it pick is aside not the story is of my strong life. Now. Spitting near <laughs> you when you were young. I hope someday <laughs> they can see past. We're gonna cut what this. you have become. <laughs> I'm just gonna every every line or two say we're gonna cut this. We're not gonna cut but it. Never. No. No. Cut nothing. This is gonna be a six hour episode released on. <laughs> <laughs> never never no, we actually have a deadline we've got to be done by do we have point, esther has things to do do we even have kathleen still listening or is this purely a vanity project of our own i think we do enjoyment i think she's still here she's okay. still with we've us got one. kathleen 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 if you hear not knock. <laughs> knock three times <laughs> listen she knocks right now i'm going to be a little sketch <laughs> she just walks out of my she just walks out of my bedroom like hi i've been here the whole time Honestly. Two, I understand what you're trying to do with your mind. And it's not that I'm not receiving the message. It's that I'm resisting it right now. Mm -hmm. I I feel that energy. I do. She, all right. She's just moved into the mode where it's, how can I destroy something she loves? We may have to take a five-minute pause for me to go give her. (laughs) She just, yeah. She just looked into like. Do you want to do that now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, all right. Pause. Pause here. <laughs> Except we're not pausing. I'll just be right back. We're not pausing. We'll, we might not edit this out. I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep talking, and Esther won't hear this until she edits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am really sweaty, and I don't know why. What if I open my window? It's right up here. I can do I can stand up. Opening my window. Oh, yes. Get those natural breezes. All the wasps from the Chipotle behind my apartment just coming right in. Or maybe I'm sweaty because I'm nervous about recording. No, that's not it. I'm sweaty because I'm a sweaty person. <laughs> I didn't stop talking the entire time. What'd you say? You're not going to hear what I said. I thought I heard. I'm going to (laughs) hear. You're going to hear. I'm going to hear. You're just going to hear the journey I went on. That made my life, hopefully, from here forward, much better. So thank you. You're welcome. It's my, it's my, I'm proud to give this gift to you. Yeah. You don't want me to be held hostage by my cat. No. Look, it happens. Um, So... Do you want to, before we properly get into the duel, do you want to tell the story yes. of this duel? Yes. I feel, like, I feel like we can sacrifice grudge cry time right. with the story of... So our duel topic this week is The Greatest David. Yes. And this came from a specific experience Esther and I had 
two two years experience. ago. Experience, yes. It was an experience. <laughs> it was an experience. Two, uh, no, three years ago. Three? Because I was living at Kika's, and so that was That's three years ago. Okay. I knew I could remember which apartment this I was in. This has been in I'm, our lore much longer. I think wow, it was three. Three years ago. Yeah. Yep. So this would have been year of our Lord 2017? 2016. 16. 16. 16. Yeah, 16. 17. Ethan. 2016. Right, right, Kikos. right. 2016. Yep. Let's just pause for a second and set up a little memorial here to realize mm-hmm. that I've just acknowledged, well, I haven't just acknowledged, but I've just realized that over the last one, two, three, four Novembers, I have lived in four different homes. And that doesn't even mean that was the only time I moved that year. (laughs) No wonder I just kind of like have a constant state of like. That makes like my shoulders. I don't quite know where I am, but I'll just try to roll with it until I figure it out. And every once in a while, I have like an upwelling of feelings and I cry, and then life moves on. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, beautiful way to deal with that because like i said that what are you gonna do much like i said like my anxiety shoulders get to my ears which it is a bit of a statement how i'm low-key just actually okay with properly buying furniture at this place Mm -hmm. that i'm like not freaking out about nesting i'm just like i'm nesting right now yeah it means nothing (laughs) it doesn't mean a long-term commitment doesn't have to be anything I'm just enjoying some furniture right now. Just right now, it can it can be someone else's furniture. Where we have a you and this furniture have like a friends with benefits situation. Very much so. Where it's like it's hey, a situation we're along right now, but this could change. Mm-hmm. It's a that's a very friends with benefits is a very good way of looking at my relationship with a lot of my belongings. Um, <laughs> the that. <laughs> Let's cut that out as a, <laughs> a and people are gonna think a lot of things about what I do with my uh, new chair. <laughs> Look, we've already said <laughs> I'm not sexually attracted to my own cat, but I've left the door open on my ottoman. <laughs> Boy, howdy! So, bring it back in. The yes, greatest David. It. This is actually a story I do think you remember the origins of more than me. I remember it happening, but I actually couldn't I remember, remember it how clearly. it started. I remember it Tell, Take us there. Take me there. I also want to say that like many of the things that have brought me some of the greatest joy in our friendship, I believe it occurred on a night when I was also feeling like I was having like nervous system triggers, like old, like just a lot of like brain crap and mm-hmm. contraction going on in the midst of this. <laughs> and this is usually when I like to act like the... Uh, team mascot and be like let me throw some weird shit at you to distract you from your own brain because I don't it even, works with me i also was it, i trying to do that or was i just being random i don't know i think that there's a chance that you didn't know it was going on it was just you and i were talking on the side but i was like in a full sort of like mm-hmm. in my head convulsion and then in interacting with you about this nonsense just laughed my way through and out of it which happens quite often yes um, which is wonderful. It has happened often while we're recording. Often while we're recording this podcast. Because both of us will come in being like, everything's garbage. I don't want to do this. And then we're doing this. And then we <laughs> scream about Shere Khan for two hours. And then everything's fine. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Uh, so it was a, 
I believe it was a dark and stormy night. If it wasn't stormy, mm-hmm. it was at least a dark, you know, November. Was, all of a sudden, yeah. it's like, ugh, the days are shorter. Uh, I was in my newly settled in room at my new domicile. And mm-hmm. some way or another, um, you and I were discussing. <laughs> this is where I don't know how we started discussing this, but this is the origin point I remember for it. Mm-hmm. You and I were discussing that. Uh, in classical depictions of male genitalia, the penis was often depicted teeny, very teeny. I feel like I was just thinking this. Though. I think <laughs> maybe we were reading the articles because I subsequently, if if I didn't, then we were also looking at the articles about like why that might have been, and that there was right. an emphasis that that was supposed to be seen as a good thing of like you know that basically indicates that this person has great intellect. I think was the idea and, where it, and tiny rather pee-pee. than like isn't ruled by the more boorish instincts or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why for some reason boorish. I loved it. I was you said that word. I was, I I got I was gonna say I got very excited, but not like that's great tingly. Oh. <laughs> Just, oh. I, in the way you get excited about a, a cool word, a, yeah, a, the choice word. Yes, okay. So boorish instincts, and um, you were saying, you know, for instance, like. Uh, maybe I'd read an article and you're like, yeah, like it's Statue of David. And I was like, mm, yeah. The Statue of David has a small penis? Oh. <laughs> Which is what, what my thought was. But what I typed into my search bar. <laughs> what, I, <laughs> what I typed into the search bar without thinking of the consequences was... <laughs> David's penis. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't remember. I don't think I even. I don't know if I clicked enter. I think dawned on me as I was about to. I think it dawned on me as I was about to click enter that 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 Google wouldn't know that I meant the statue of David. Of course, because I thought this was also really funny, I told you, and we we proceeded to <laughs> send each other photos, headshots, headshots, not pe- not dick pics. <laughs> we did not. We did not send dick, David dick pics. Um, we sent. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just realized something about. Another David I could have chosen, and then I got uncomfortable about this conversation because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to bring that person into anyway. Okay, <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, we proceeded to send each other um, photos of famous Davids that I could mm-hmm. have wound up that, seeing. That, was it? Yeah. What if it was this one? What if this was this one? Yeah, Cult- and then it would just it, and this was for like two full hours in a text thread that like was I it think two the hours? Text message, it was a long fucking just time, a photo. Just the photos was like two hours. Because I remember being in bed, still on my phone, and sending you pictures of David. And at some point, you and I were on the same IMDb list of actors named David. Oh, we were always. Because what we had done, this is what I remember, is it culminated in a beautiful moment in time in which Kristen and I both sent each other, at the same moment, a picture of David Hasselhoff. (laughs) And I think at that moment, we both... Or you you asked me, did we both just search famous Davids? 
And I was like, absolutely. Yes, we did. <laughs> absolutely we did. Because I did it again for this. For, for As did this I. Today. And it felt, it felt yeah. all the familiars. Yeah. But it can't I, have been two hours, could it? I've, it, was, it, it was a long time. Like, we were on that David train for a long, long, Do long time. Do you like how the it. one bit of information you bring to it, I dispute, is that factual? <laughs> I in maybe two hours. Sure, I, I I tend to I do tend to uh rely on hyperbole a lot. <laughs> so so I could say like we were doing it for 16 full hours. It felt like, like for it. us. It was a solid us. time of sending each other. It was an hour picks. plus. Let's yeah. say this. I'll round up to 2 hours. Yeah. But just cuz I remember I just feel like I remember texting you on my couch and then texting you from my bed which <laughs> in my home are the two main locales I'm usually in. Which I was I think in bed. Yeah. Maybe with a hot but. water bottle. Anyway. Yeah, it was wonderful. So oh it was it was fantastic. And so that's what cemented and it's what inspired the dual topic for today, which was greatest David. So are you ready? We have to count. Are we gonna count like this? We're not gonna count. Are we just spending count? with counting? I like that as our as we go on we're just shedding every mm-hmm. <laughs> like every time we start to have a structure like ugh, confining mm-hmm. let me be right. free i'll be honest the counting stresses me out just because i don't think we should count fuck counting get it out of here take her off so <laughs> how are we gonna start the duel um I... you just want to do games. it Oh, sidebar, that reminded me of Bane or whatever his name is. That's what I was going for. Okay. (laughs) Which also I've been reminded of a lot because my nephew lately has really liked taking anything, like including the boot of my water bottle or like the leather cup that goes around his basket, whatever. He takes it, flattens it on his face and talks through it. And it, yeah, (laughs) he's not not doing Bane. (laughs) It sounds like Bane. I can't get the Tom Hardy voice. Let the door begin. Is Tom Hardy? No, wait. We're not going to have another moment of this. Is Tom Hardy who? Is Tom Hardy who plays Bane? Yes. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? You know what are you about, going through? You know about my. You know about my face blindness with Tom Hardy, right? Oh yes, yes. Well, also to be fair, Bane. He doesn't look like Tom Hardy as Bane because he's how, got. That's how he's got three Tom quarters. Hardy thing is to me. He is he he morphs into his role. He's like he uh, Christian like, Bale. He has like also in Batman. Like you can still tell it's Christian Bale. True, that's true. He's got that weird mole by his eye, and the, and the lips, <laughs> the teeth, the, and the way he that's talks. The, that's the only way. Tom you can tell Hardy Bale is, is that just eye pure <laughs> blindness. He has lips. He has like the thicker he lips. Got, he got those big old lips. <laughs> those big. I said he got those big old lips. <laughs> That I, like, feel nothing about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this happens so much. Tom Hardy, People will not be like, related. Oh, you know Tom Hardy, because, what is he in? Not He's related in- to Thomas Hardy, who wrote Far From the Madden Crowd. <laughs> Are we sure, though? Because. He could have been the same guy. <laughs> he wrote a movie where George uh, put up sent all those sheep over a cliff. That movie was buck wild. We're going to get into that on a later episode. I would love, if I could, if I could just. Apparate, apparate, yeah, right. Apparate into a place and time right now. It would be 
that movie theater, that particular <laughs> front row where you had to, had to recline your reclining seat reclined all the way back, and our flat on your back, recliner seats. be drinking a pint of beer. And we were drinking beer, weren't we? I oh, forgot. <laughs> yes, we definitely were. Um, because I kept having to kind of sit up a little bit and trying to sit up and slurp the beer was also cracking us up. <laughs> and the people next to us were so annoyed. Everyone we were else taking this Thomas Hardy movie about so much sheep death and proposals seriously. <laughs> that oh my god, like that that I want to guy see every movie there and decide them. That guy seduced someone with like a with like a like a sexual sword fight in the forest. Do you remember? And then he faked his own death, and she found his clothes on the beach. But <laughs> he wasn't dead. Spoilers. Uh, well, do you remember? When, well. <laughs> like, if you haven't seen it by now, <laughs> if you don't know, I don't know. Uh, do you remember? Because of the beer, I left to go pee, and I said, "Don't let any more proposals happen while I'm gone." Thinking I was kidding, came back, said, "Well," and you're like, "Uh, yeah, another one happened." You missed like two. I feel like in one, uh, it was like their only move. It was like, "What's going to happen in this scene?" Probably someone's going to get proposed to. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, okay. So sidebar. Far from the Madden crowd is Far not anything Madden what crowd. we're talking about today. Oh, but but you should we will you should we should watch this. it. Listen, what we should start doing. Mm-hmm. Can I pitch this to you, please? We should start not not a riff tracks, but we should mm-hmm. watch some of these movies that mm-hmm. we have. We should tandem watch them, mm-hmm. record our reactions, mm-hmm. and upload it mm-hmm. for the masses. I'm into it. I'm into it. Between, I would say between this, John Carter is a definite. Oh, I was I was definitely thinking of John Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, put a pin. Put a pin in Far from the Madding Crowd and John Carter. I will watch Far from the Madding Crowd again, which I had vowed I would never watch that movie ever again. There was one other one that I feel <clears throat> we saw in theater that could use another look. See, I can't quite remember. What was the movie that we were actually seeing, but the <laughs> Hugh Jackman preview was before it, and I was too busy reading the back of my my oh, smoothie. it was the uh, it was the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay, movie, the nah. one without Orlando Bloom. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a three D. That was one of my first three D experiences, and it looked like the, one of the gold coins was being thrown right at us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, kids. That at was one rate, of my first. St- okay, we started the duel, but we're in the duel. Oh, now. we're in the duel so now. It's duel time. And I don't remember who goes first. Sword and baguette out. Wait, you know, hold on. Let me just behind the curtain here for a moment. Yeah. Open the kimono. (laughs) I hate the phrase so much. I hate it so much. Wait, who uses it? Justin McElroy. Let me part the kimono. Oh, let me part the kimono. (laughs) Although I did picture it on Nicholas Miller on New Girl, and it wasn't a as unpleasant for that, although still kind of like, ugh. When he's, wearing, when he's wearing Schmidt's when he's kimono. Wearing, <laughs> Schmidt's kimono is the dream kimono. I would love it to is. buy that kimono and I would wear it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Hardcore. Tell me. I was just realizing that <laughs> somehow we've awarded, <laughs> what is our logic? We've awarded a sword or a baguette at the end as if it's the prize. But just now, as we were going into the duel, without the counting, I was thinking, okay, I'm bringing, I'm getting my weapon ready. Uh-huh. Is the weapon a sword or a baguette? Why are we a, do you see what I mean? 
What are we bringing to the duel as a weapon? Our cat, our, our, our selection, right? I feel like we're bringing both. Are we both bringing both? And then we decide which is which? No. The, somehow mm-hmm. the lore has gotten unwieldy. It's gotten away from us. Yeah. And I, here's the thing. I like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I just not. realized, like, why did I ever think that we award a sword or a baguette at the end of it? Oh, it's because think, of which, it's like you determine once you hear which one is mm-hmm. which, like yeah, what your entry yeah, yeah. is and what mine is, which yeah. one cut through, which one yeah. and which one was like fluffy. And th- sometimes I just like to throw a wrench into it Oh, and just say, well, the sword sliced the baguette into tasty slices and then we made garlic bread. You also like to bring notes and just <laughs> drop them. <laughs> I have research, which does honestly... Kind of covers paper. I mean, covers <laughs> rock. Does something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's, it does something. Um, I gotta, I gotta turn on a, a light. Yeah, it's getting dark poo. behind you. It's kind of creepy. There we go. How's that? That's How's so that? much better. So much better. I can see everything behind awesome. you. So I've got your back. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. 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 All right. This so is perfect. Here we go. First? Do you do you remember who goes first? We don't have to go. We have to shout them at each other. Oh, we have to shout them first? I oh, think so. Okay. Or do you want to not? Yeah. No, do you want to just say them? We don't have to shout them. Yeah, we can just, you go first and you announce yours and then, and then I say mine. Okay. So, so in the uh, category of greatest David, greatest yes. personal David, mm-hmm. mine is, real close. no, mine is David Huxley as played by Cary Grant in the movie Bringing Up Baby. This is a movie from 1938, so it is black mm-hmm. and white, and he is co-starring yes. with Catherine Hepburn. This Cat- is the I was movie say, that was one of her first big movies, like and the breakout. It, the role was written for her, I believe, and then it was also the movie that tanked at the box office. Was highly over budget because they worked with you know a real leopard, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of was the movie that occasioned her being labeled box office poison, which she didn't recover from until Philadelphia story, which is another movie I love. And Cary Grant is mm-hmm. also in that one, but he is not named David in that one. So, so with this, with this entry, first of all, for a while I had nada. I kind of looked through all of them and thought kind of used to have a thing for that. David kind of used to have a thing for that. David, I kind of am just not feeling the Davids anymore. Hanging, hanging your hopes and dreams on a real life David is is I, that's the same thing I struggled with. Yeah, actress named David, I have grown out of. For instance, there was a time I was highly into Fox Mulder, so David Duchovny was on the short list. David Duchovny as a fellow, not so much. I have not aged well with that one. Um, so there were several things like that, and then. Um, I did think just in terms of greatest, influential, etc., of Master David Bowie. Mm, uh-huh. I yep, he was also But as much as I list. I enjoy David Bowie's music, but I'm not like a like a Bowie head. Is that I'm what a Bowie called? head? A- I was gonna say a to the hilt <laughs> Bowie head or something like but I don't know. So it didn't feel very true to say. And then mm-hmm. I kept thinking that when I think of the name David, I hear Catherine Hepburn going, David. And it's from this movie, which I greatly enjoy. So perfect. Uh, that intro aside, uh, would you like to hear about 
Have you seen Bringing Up Baby? I've never seen it. And I'm I'm currently in I'm currently in a phase with my mom that every time I go visit her, we and my, we are trying to fill in my blind spots of classic movies. So like I've seen over the last year, it's like 2001 Space Odyssey, The Graduate. Uh I've I had seen The Godfather, but it'd been a long time. So I watched The Godfather recently. I we're gonna we we were discussing which movies we're gonna watch over Thanksgiving. I proposed nine to five because I've never mm. seen it and it features mm. all of our favorites. Mm. Dolly, mm. Jane, uh Lily. <laughs> Lily Tomlin is in it? What? Dolly, okay, I'll add that to a list. And too. Do- and Dolly, Aunt Jane, and Aunt Lily are pretend oh, aunts. <laughs> God. How so, old anyway? How old is Dolly Parton now? Timeless. 70s? Timeless. But I think she's in her 70s. Um, or, I think late 70s, because I would say her and Jane Fonda are probably about the same age. No, she was born in she's born in the 40s. So I put her mid I put her yeah. mid to late 70s. Yeah. All right. Well, let me pick up the All right. uh so So tell me about it. Well, one, I, I know it I know it's good, amazing. It's uh the term screwball comedy around mm-hmm. a lot of Cary Grant movies of that older era is appropriate for this one too. Um, so Susan, as portrayed by Catherine Hepburn, is an heiress who bumps into a paleontologist played by uh, Cary Grant, David Huxley, his character's he's name. A paleontologist? That's outstanding. Oh, he's a paleontologist. Ross from he's Friends very... wishes. Uh, <laughs> like... It is. It's the original of the <clears throat> Ross from Friends, except more with thick... 1930s glasses and <sighs> tailored suits. Are they the kinds with the only the frames at the top? Um, they're actually, I think, a full rim, but a they full rim. are okay. so. Anyway, and then he has a fiance who's kind of, you know, just dour and kind of down on him and just kind of stresses him out even more. And he's trying to finish this um, entire uh, replica of a certain dinosaur and he's just waiting for one more bone. And he's also trying to get secure funding for the museum and there's a lot of pressure on him and he's very nervous and he's kind of just like pushed. Anyways, he's a very kind of beta sort of figure and Mm -hmm. just kind of bumbling. And into his life comes the confident chaos of uh, Catherine Hepburn's character, who's uh, very self-assured, but also is getting herself into scrapes, as you say. Is she called Baby? Who's Baby? Oh, let me tell you who Baby is. Is that a, this is, that is a why spoiler? you should see this is why you should see this movie. It is okay. a spoiler, but it's also I think right up there on the cover, okay. so it's not too much of a spoiler, I don't think. Um, and I want you to think of two when you see this movie. Uh, Susan is sent a leopard, a tame leopard, mm. by her brother, mm. who's exploring somewhere on some continent. She wants to take it to her farm in Connecticut. She ropes David after encountering him on a golf course and accidentally playing his ball and then they kind of just you know in the way of in the way mm-hmm. of a romantic comedy it get embroiled together she ropes him into helping her convey because she mistakenly and perpetually believes that he's a zoologist and not a paleontologist <laughs> and easy to mix that up despite his protests she does not listen to that so anyway she takes him along on this they go to connecticut in the farm more characters encountered there with this tame leopard and there's a whole mistaken identity with a leopard that gets it, that escapes from a circus and uh, oh, so there's there's two leopards. There become two leopards. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But one's tame and one's one's not. tame and one's not, uh-huh. and it's not necessarily known. Anyway, so there's just a whole, and then she's trying to hide the leopard at first from her aunt, who ends up. Well, I'm not going to tell you all the spoilers, but her aunt no, ends no, up no. being someone of significance that they want to hide this whole 
shenanigans mm-hmm. from because they don't want her to be upset. And yeah, there's several twists within it. Um, what's his name? I can't remember. It's not it's not Edward Everett Horton, but it's someone like that who has a real honeyed sort of voice that you recognize from doing I think he was one of the voices in Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm. Can't remember. He narrated the fractured fairy tales, that voice, if you knew Rocky that guy, I know, yeah, I know He's the voice. in it, and his character is just wonderful. Like, there's just a whole kind of ensemble at a certain point, and everybody at kind of cross-purposes, and the whole, like, everyone having misunderstandings about what's going on. It's just, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, not what you would model a good relationship on, as with most romantic comedies, uh, but enjoyable and lots of memorable lines and scenes so david huxley from being a baby is my entry i like that david and there's a there is a scene where they're following around a little jack russell dog david and susan Mm -hmm. hoping that he will lead them to a very important bone that he has buried somewhere on the property and that in particular is one of my favorite um sections of it so anyway oh, if you God see bless. it let me know no it is it is one i need to watch i've so i listened to two podcasts about movies because I, I have a desk job and i listen to podcasts constantly i also live alone so feeling in silence usually with podcasts um and how i know about the movie without ever seeing it is from these two so it's one called you must remember this which is all about scandals from the golden age of hollywood um, and there is one specifically about all the actresses like um, Catherine Hepburn that were named Box Office Poison in 1938, which is how I knew. And the other one is that I listened to about Bringing Up Baby is called Unspooled. And it's Paul Shear. Love, I love Paul Shear. And another, another movie reviewer named Amy Nicholson, who I think writes for the LA Times. But they are going through and are watching all of the movies in the AFI Top 100 and do an episode about each of them. And Bringing Up Baby is on, is on the AFI Top 100. So it gained critical acclaim far after the fact, basically. Yeah. Like it, it's consistently been well regarded. And Bringing Up Baby was one of their more recent episodes. So, like, I listened to it within the, oh, last, really? within the last, like, two months. Yeah. Wonderful. It was one of those where I was like, oh, I want to see that. Have you seen but Philadelphia Story? I haven't seen oh. that one either. I'm really, like, all of my Catherine Hepburn is honestly really lacking. I actually don't know that I've seen any of her movies. Oh. I just know about I've seen her. so many. Desk set with Tra- Spencer yeah. Tracy. She I think Spencer seen Tracy a- were in a lot together, yeah. right? And they were in. They and then they were together. They were in a IRL. lot together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was also a tremendous alcoholic. That he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, know that about him. That, what else? Oh, I there was a time I think, I might have seen almost her entire catalog. Because at a certain point in my childhood, older movies were the ones that we were allowed mm-hmm. to watch. So sure, you picked a favorite actress and everyone else mm-hmm. is like, I mean, who was a favorite actress in the 90s? I didn't know. I was too busy watching <laughs> Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn. I think that's great. At Audrey love, and Catherine. I think I watched all the I, I think I started, I started my, and I think like many teenage girls do, I started my classic movies with Audrey Hepburn. And then I was really, conf- I was really confused about there being two Hepburns because I didn't understand that they were in like two different decades yes or <laughs> so, that they weren't related it feels very strange yeah whereas like what, what? In, and then I was like Audrey Hepburn's <coughs> from like from where is she from Belgium or she she's Belgian right Belgian yeah because during the war no wait yeah is it Belgium 
Or is it the Netherlands? I think it's Belgium. I'll look it up. Um, Cybart in Philadelphia Street, which also features Jimmy Stewart and hike it up there on the list of things to see, including you can't take it with you, which are two of my. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, Cary Grant's character is named C.K. Dexter Haven. And mm-hmm. that gets kind of drunkenly <laughs> yelled quite a lot. But I love, I love that character name. C.K. Dexter Haven. C.K. Dexter Haven. Okay. But I will say, um, in terms of if you're ever looking for podcasts and are get too bogged down in the uh, um, current events and what's happening and get very stressed out because I pay uh, alarmingly close attention to the news and you need to unplug, both of those, you must remember this, and Unspooled are both like good, gentle. So Christine's she, recommendations. She was born in Belgium. Okay. That's what I thought. Even she though, in Belgium. even explicably... Inexplicably, uh, Wikipedia calls her a British actress. Uh, maybe because she like got her start in Britain. Because I think she was on she was on like not a, I was going to say on Broadway, but that's New York. But like I guess on the West End because Gigi. I play, did. I think was her first. I thing. did used to. Yes, you were absolutely correct. And I did used to know these things because I did have a very deep thing about Audrey Hepburn for a while, and I had a book thing called Audrey Style that was like mm-hmm. I say you I gave think. it to me. You, I have it. That's where it you went. Gave it to me. <laughs> yes, you gave Listen, it to me. Like <laughs> one of the great delights of my life is finding out where I've shed the things I've shed because they have landed with different people. Like Bethany has my old Peter Pan, like illustrated, and I thought. I mean, I know that I had it, and I don't have yeah. it anymore. I never know if it, mm-hmm. like where it went necessarily. That's yeah, great. no, I have it. Wonderful. It's on my bookshelf. Well, it's then? on my bookshelf out there. <laughs> there it is. Uh, she was born on May the fourth. By the way, look at her. My would have been May wedding the anniversary. Be with- uh-huh. And Star Wars Day. I know, but they started that after my That's true. Have so been that wedding takes day, precedence. Which thought, no, which only just because it was funny that the day that I was kind of hoping to sort of like move past and erase now became this national what everyone's saying to each other. <laughs> and like, I'm like, uh, God damn it. I do not want it to be with me. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> and that that's my entry. So I'm excited to hear yours. <laughs> Mine. Shockingly, I didn't come in here with a lot of notes. I kind of came in here with my one that I didn't research exhaustively just because one it was really more it was really more of an emotion and the instant I say it you'll get it and I don't think it'll have. But I do have a couple other like side tendrils. Bring it. So side tendrils. Side tendrils. <laughs> so as I as I interjected during yours, choosing a favorite David is hard because all the real life Davids, I like to, I can reference a saying I I came up with when I was at the dentist one day when I lived in Chicago. Oh, is this leading to you saying that David at Dennis is no. your favorite David? Because that would be no. a pretty good. No, no, no. That would have been a pretty it's, good this entry. Is, this is me making a dark joke right oh, now. <laughs> here we go. I'm ready. So I was at the dentist. And let's also say these were my final years in Chicago, which I was very depressed. So I was also just like making dark jokes a lot. And people were and you know, people were like, well, that's a very sad thing to say that you're laughing very hard about. So I was at the dentist one day and I needed a filling and a lot of things. And every time you go to the dentist, it's a lot of money. <laughs> And so I was in my car and texting, I don't know whom, and I said, I'm going to write, I think I, at the time I said a musical. I was like, I'm going to write a musical about adulthood, and it's called 
everything costs money and everyone you love disappoints you. (laughs) (laughs) Which when I've said that to people lately, they're like, Kristen, that's one of the darkest things you've ever said. And I was like, but it's also true. So like point out where I'm wrong. (laughs) It's look. (laughs) So why I didn't want to hang my hat on any IRL, David, is because they will all disappoint me. So I don't want to go on record here and saying like, yeah, I especially just with like, famous men in the last couple of years who all everyone's skeletons come out of the closet like i felt pretty safe choosing a character from 1938 I, not the actor I, the character yeah, i was scrolling through everything and i was like i'm not gonna fucking pick a politician i'm not picking a sport i was i went on like wikipedia so i was looking at i was looking at fictional characters and then i was i, I was like i don't know and i think i was hemming and hawing and then it came to me and so this applies a little bit. My favorite David is David Beckham's butt. <laughs> Does it count as a David? Is his butt also named it David? Is, it is of David. It is of David. I mean, not to go all hands made tail, but I assume that's what he calls it. Of David. So, um, Did you smack him on the of David? Uh, oh, show me that of David. And they're all, so, <laughs> and and, they're all Davids. <laughs> and they're all Davids. I was actually thinking of that when we were saying that. Yeah. We were talking about that before we recorded. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get to this. They're all Davids. They're all Davids. Um, so I'm going to put this link in the oh, here Skype. Because in the year of our Lord, 2013, David Beckham had a... Um, had a line of underwear with H&M and Guy Ritchie directed the commercial for it. And this BuzzFeed article, which is called (laughs) the 13 sexiest moments in David Beckham's new underwear ad. (laughs) 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 And basically it is a gif of, it is just basically the full ad chopped into 13 (laughs) seconds, to 13 different gifs. So it's just constantly gifts of the whole thing, which involves David Beckham running around his whole neighborhood in a really, really tight pair of army green boxer briefs. And these are the moments that remind me I am attracted to men because I often doubt it. (laughs) And then I look at this and I say, oh, boy, howdy. And his butt. And I, I had a couple of these gifts just like bookmarked and i will say they've been there for me (laughs) (laughs) like through some really tough times (laughs) i'm trying to get my screen to open all i can do is share screen i'm getting annoyed with skype uh, when it's the small screen there's not an enlarged option there's just an x a microphone Uh, a video an end and a share that makes no sense oh boo well when you're when you when you get there oh i'm trying you're talking to uh, me about <laughs> tight army. <laughs> You're like, I gotta see I it. Open it. I can't open it. I can't share my screen. Stop edging me uh, right now. Chase us. Uh, <laughs> is, um, oh, I did it. There you go. There you go. You see it. Get there. Okay. I'm and there right. is a link to the YouTube, and the, the YouTube link still works. The full underwear chase. It's a minute and a half. Underwear um, chase underwear chase commercial 
And then I looked it up because apparently at the time there was a controversy on whether or not David Beckham had a body double or like not a body double, like a butt double in that. Uh, in which case we would have to disqualify this entry entirely. I can I can offer proof of David Beckham in tight pants and those cheeks are real and they're superb. So I think, especially he runs around and he plays soccer. Like I, when, when I was a runner, (laughs) when I was a runner, that one year that I ran a lot, my butt got bigger (laughs) and I've already like naturally from birth had a juicy butt, but when Uh you're running and you're, that's what the doctors put on the birth certificate. (laughs) She got a juicy butt, this (laughs) baby. Butt description, juicy. (laughs) Juicy. Um, The one year that I ran, is he? Oh, he's wearing slippers as well. Uh Uh-huh. Because he was going out to bring a lunchbox to his children in a car. Oh, bless him. And then his robe (laughs) got caught in the door somehow. And then they drove away in his robe. And also the front door of his house closed. So he's locked out of his house and only his underwear and his slippies. So he's trying to run (laughs) after the car to get his robe back. But it doesn't happen. (laughs) Wow. I'm not surprised. So (laughs) this was... What is the name? <laughs> Hold on. What is the name of the actor who plays Mark Antony in Rome? Uh, James Purefoy. James Purefoy. Okay, couldn't have been if it had. Mm-hmm. I if he had been a David. Oh yeah, he would never let us down. Oh, not I don't want to jinx uh, it. Don't he jinx might. it. <laughs> don't jinx it. Um. Yeah, <laughs> this part is so very important. <laughs> <laughs> his, 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 butt's, his butt's really seen me through a lot of hard times. Uh, <laughs> he's flailing his arms in this one the way when he goes running towards the pool, number nine. Mm-hmm. Something about that brings me great joy. <laughs> when he like hurdles over yes. the side table. That one looks like CGI or something. It doesn't look yeah. like he actually jumped something. The the one where he's just casually running and it looks like he has his middle finger up, number 11. Oh, these are sort of upsetting. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> to quote Jane on Firefly, I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> So um, that is what I ended up landing on. And I was really having a hot... Is he holding just his middle finger out while he's running on this one? I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. I don't know if he like... Can he not close it? Is it like... Maybe. Maybe it's like stiff because he's like flipped so many people off during... Maybe. Or he's maybe broken it. During Man U games. Or maybe he had a... a, um, That really last one where he's like adjusting. He's like pulling... Wait, I haven't got... Oh! Number 13. I had an isolated. To be honest, though, that. I do like these undies. <laughs> the, they look great. I mean, honestly, I guess they could not. But and he's really putting him through the ringer because I, I he's have one sprinting. Is that his? Does he have his his tramp stamp? His tramp stamp is his son's name because that looks like it says Brooklyn, what and he has a son want named Brooklyn. Your dad to have your name. Look, As a we never stamp, said. I don't think I said would. David Beckham was smart. <laughs> <laughs> I just like. Did he think through that? Like, my son is going to be like, "Yep, that's my name," right above my dad's famous ass. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I I don't think so. What are their kids' names? Oh, <laughs> is that a son Brooklyn? or is that a daughter? Uh, they only have one daughter, and it's Harper, who I. 
did not name my cat after. Just kidding, I did. Uh, BuzzFeed is judging. <laughs> BuzzFeed is judging me because at the bottom of this article, it asks, "Does your cat secretly hate you?" Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. So that was my. Um, I, I was having a, a bit of a moment like you with. Uh, sea creatures where I was like I, uh-huh. I didn't I wasn't gonna it was too late to change the topic but I was like god I don't know if I have one and then I fell upon this one because I have a, a few other facts because what was probably gonna be my favorite <laughs> which doesn't make sense because it's not my favorite but I just think it's funny is I wanted to pick Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I would have accepted not J- that. Not Davy Jones the monkey. No. <laughs> but the one but with Davy the, Jones with the, with the squid face. Yes, with squid the ten- face. Tentacle I think beard. of him at least once a month. That makes it sound like it's monthly, like right around right when I started. I have a reminder on my Jones. phone to say, remember Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean it's not, 2 it's not and 3? Like a part of my cycle or anything, but something about that squid face and how they react to things. And it's Bill it is, Nye, right? Who plays him? That, it's Bill Nye, yeah. I love Bill Nye's voice. Like, I'll see a lot of kind of actually mm-hmm. crappy movies, even though he's usually in kind of indie movies, but sometimes they're still just crappy. But oh, yeah. his intonations and his just something about that. Mm hmm. I really like his voice. So he's fantastic. And when he gets plus mad squid face. and the tentacles yes. get all wiggly, it's just uh, fantastic. So I it's do bril- think of it quite dark. often. And, well, quite often being for a movie I don't watch or have only seen like three times. Only three times. Uh, yeah, it it comes and up I was I was kind of, I was a little bit, and I'm not prepared enough because I did this too late, but I was trying to figure out what the origin of the term Davy Jones Locker as an idiom for the bottom of the sea was and apparently um the first earliest known reference was in a a book four years four years four years voyages of captain george roberts by daniel defoe published in 1726 so i don't know i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do some more research and i'll get back to you about yeah. the the origin the or the origin the origin and um you know. i love it but what what i Almost picked because it would have been perfect, and this is related to why I have this mug. Is because when I was looking at famous fictional Davids, the in the 1978 TV series called The Incredible Hulk, the one starring Lou Ferrigno, um, Dr. Banner was named Dr. David Banner. Oh. As we know from the Hulk, we know he's Bruce Banner. And so I had a moment where I was like, David Banner? Because there used to be a – there was a rapper in the or like early aughts named David Banner. So I was like, really? fuck? Yeah. I, I think he had like one song. Um, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you what it is. But I was just like, David Banner is that guy that oh. I had MP3s of in like 2002. Oh. I could have learned math, but instead <laughs> I have this knowledge. <laughs> but I, w- I was, I went a little, I, I did a little bit of a deep dive because I was like, wait, it's David. Because in this, in this, like the Incredible Hulk 1978 TV series, and it says Dr. David Bruce Banner. And I was like, or Dr. Bruce David Banner. But in this TV show, he goes by David Banner. And I was like, the fuck? And I looked up in like the Hulk character created by Stan Lee and his name is Robert Bruce Banner. Uh, which is, Robert the Bruce. So it's Robert the Bruce. So I was like, where the fuck did David Banner come from for this TV show? Right. So I went in and the development section of the Incredible Hulk TV show is just a little bit mind boggling. And you're going to be like, what was, 
So the head of what is now NBC Universal in 1977 had optioned uh, several characters from the Marvel Comics library, and they wanted to create TV shows. And he offered it to this guy, Kenneth Johnson, who was a producer and writer. And Kenneth Johnson was like, ugh, I don't do TV shows about comic books. And then he turned it down. But then he was (laughs) reading the Victor Hugo novel Les Miserables, and he began inspired. He became inspired and began working to develop the Hulk comic into a TV show. Now, I don't know what about the Les Mis novel was like, I can work with a Hulk. <laughs> Javert had a really Hulk vibe. I guess. I don't know what it was. So what, what annoys the shit out of me is he made changes to the comic book to translate it into a live action show. I get that. And also to make it more believable and acceptable to a white audience. Oh, uh, well, because- the name Bruce is not believable. Right. Like, why you change Bruce to David? It's like average white <laughs> This man dad is going to turn green and get large, but Bruce? No. Nah. So he um, disliked comics, and he felt that it was best the show was as different from the source material as possible, which is one of, which, like... You don't like comics. You said yes to creating a TV yeah. show about a comic character. And in the show, yeah. this guy still turns into a big green rage right. monster. Right. Monster. Right, right. We, our Bruce isn't a monster. Look, David Banner Definitely is not a monster. Anymore. David Banner. David Banner is. Our, our Bruce. Our Hulk. I would never say such horrible things. He would wear we, a Chelsea boot. He would wear a Chelsea boot. That wonderful cardigan oh that cardigan <laughs> oh god oh, all this talking about about david beckham's butt and now hulk in his boots <laughs> you're all hot and bothered so <laughs> so the he also diagram of david beckham's butt <laughs> and hulk's boots on, okay. how, on what you find attractive in the male species male of the oh, species okay. the male species they're their own species yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's specific and weird. Um, okay, so in this Hulk's origin story, rather than being exposed to gamma rays during a botched atomic testing explosion, David Banner is gamma irradiated in a more low-key lab mishap. Oh, it's low-key. As long as it's low-key. It's low-key? Low-key. <laughs> it's low-key. Another change was Banner's occupation from physicist to medical researcher slash physician, which is dumb. Why would he? Whatever, whatever. Uh, comic book Hulk's degree of speaking ability has varied over the years. The television Hulk did not speak at all. He merely growled and roared. So uh, Hulk's strength is more limited than in the comic book Johnson felt was necessary for the show to be taken seriously by viewers. Oh, yeah. Once again. Because people who are coming show- to watch a show about the Hulk are hoping that it's something they can take seriously and not something like, that actually preserves the thing of which they became believable. a fan. Why, why people expect that the fans of something who have already been mm-hmm. wooed, one, and are just ready for more of that same, want mm-hmm. to then be... Uh, basically told that the thing that they like isn't classy or believable mm-hmm. enough and we need to fix it and that's going to go well. Did the show do well? It was on for a couple years, I think. I've never seen it, but it was one of those. I think by the time we were kids, it would have been on um, yeah, um, just uh, syndications where I'm looking for yeah. Okay. Wait, I didn't get to this. 
Johnson changed the name of Hulk's comic book alter ego, Dr. Bruce Banner, to Dr. David Banner. The change was made, according to Johnson, because he did not want the series to be perceived as a comic book series. So he wanted to change what he felt like was a staple of the comic books. And Stan Lee's comics in particular, that major characters frequently had alliterative names. Okay. According uh, to, to, to Tony, Tony, Tony one Stark. Other. Tony Stark. Steve Rogers. Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter, I guess Peter, okay, Parker. Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, Is that Stan Lee? That's Stan Lee. Stanley, yeah. According to both Stanley and Lou Ferrigno, it was also changed because CBS Bruce Wayne. Thought- oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's that's DC. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, sorry. CBS. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're beautiful. Should I go out hey. and like say something to atone for my sins? <laughs> Never. Never. Um it was also changed because CBS thought the name Bruce sounded too gayish, a rationale that Ferrigno thought was the most absurd, ridiculous thing he'd ever heard. So someone at CBS in the late 70s thought the name Bruce sounded gay. On the DVD commentary of the pilot, there's DVD commentary of the pilot, Johnson says that it was changed in a way to honor his son, David. Bruce ultimately became the TV banner's middle name, as it had been in the comics. Oh, Here. David Bruce. Da- yeah. Instead of Robert Bruce. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I think this is dumb. Apparently, Stan Lee didn't have a problem with it. Uh, the Hulk was done intelligently. This is what Stan Lee said about the TV show. Uh, he made an intelligent adult show that kids can enjoy. He took a comic book character and made him somewhat plausible. Women liked it. Men liked it. Teenagers liked it. It was beautifully done. Every change he made made sense. So at least Stan Lee was behind it. Oh, well, that's you know? good. He, d- he didn't feel his character of Bruce Banner was bastardized. I... Think it's. I think the changes were made for stupid reasons. But right. this was 1978. Yeah. What did we know? We weren't alive. We were twinkles in God's eyes. Both of them. <laughs> Not just one. No, Both we were. Eyes. We were in. No, we were in one eye. Two twinkles. We gave. We gave God the sparkliest eyes. <laughs> I was a floater in God's eye. <laughs> I was a floater in God's <laughs> eye in 1978. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> so. I will say my favorite David isn't Dr. David Banner because I think he's bullshit. So, ooh, anti favorite Davids. Anti favorite David. Anti David. I did that and I read that and I was like, oh, I got to tell Esther, which is yeah, why when I was picking up mugs for my tea. I mean, in honor you would have used that anyways. I would have because I wanted a lot of tea and my, and my Campbell's tomato soup mug is. Is dirty. that, listen, I got you that mug, didn't I? The the Hulk mug, Campbell soup mug. No, the I think cu- my mom no, did. the Hulk, the Hulk, the Hulk hand you did. Yeah, for the viewers, for the for the viewers. Oh, <laughs> this is this is an audio medium. <laughs> well, we listeners. have been hacked for the viewers, for the NSA that's watching at home. <laughs> um, for for our viewers, I'm gonna just gonna lean into it. Yes, it is the the whole mug is a big green fist. Yes. And so you drink out of the top of the fist. Yes. But it's and there's a handle where like the fist the becomes a, a, wrist, yeah, a wrist. And then we give the cup a wrist. And then we give the cup a wrist. <laughs> but then there's a handle at what would be the wrist. Yes. And then you drink yes. from the top yep. of the fist. That's a wonderful description. That's accurate. And it's it's bit but it can hold a whole mess of tea. It can like hold it's a fistful of tea. A li- a Hulk fistful of tea. Yes. It's really good. So and I drink a caffeinated tea, so I'm not going to sleep. Ever. But guess what? Why would you? Why would I? Also, I'm off work all this week, so I can stay up as late as I fucking want. Um, uh, we're doing excellent. We've gotten through both of our... We have! Yeah. Look at the yeah. time! Um, it's only... Se- are, do, you, do we have to wrap up? You, we do have you to gotta... wrap up, also, okay. because I need to pee. 
because I've been hydrating. Oh, oh yeah! We're back to our usual our, schedule. Our episode, our episode timer. Episode, um, <laughs> I was going to call you episode. Esther's bladder. Episode's bladder. It's like an egg timer, except not really. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so, so our duel. Do we have a? How are we feeling with our? I think. I don't know who. I don't know that there was a winner. No, but I. I <laughs> In my soul, I know that David Beckham's butt was the baguette. It was the baguette. It was the baguette. If you cut, if you cut in like two slices slices of of two buttons, it does kind of look like a butt. It is. So, (laughs) like that's what it is. I was gonna say it's also crusty and warm, but (laughs) what? I might have just ruined the it. word "crusty" <laughs> brought into the butt is not. It's not a good. <laughs> it's not a good <laughs> adjective for me. <laughs> that kind of loses it. <laughs> ah, this has been wonderful. Though. It's been wonderful. It's lovely. Do we want to? Do we want to um, just choose what we want to duel on next? Oh yeah, I added a few more. If you open the mistress list, I, I added a few, I added some categories to the end. So we have a total of thirteen to choose from. Excellent. Oh, do you have a do you have a leaning? Because I'm open to you just saying this is the one I'm super excited about. Um, I'm a little bit interested in four. Yes, because we've been yes, dancing around it. that one yeah. for a while. Yeah, is Let's that do it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, our topic. For the next episode is the best name from a list of popular women's names from 1914. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And we we will we can plan, and we want to make sure we're on the same list. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll plan Definitely. that as, aside from yeah. ours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yay. That's gonna be good. I'm excited. 19, 1914. Okay. All right. Good. So okay. So you ready for? Plug it in, plug it in. Oh, yes. I might yeah. have to pee it out, pee it out. You want to pee it out first? Yeah. Okay, go pee. I might keep talking while you pee. It's another situation where I'm talking while Esther does something. Uh, ooh, I have to pee too, but I'm not going to. Because I'll wait till we're done. I'll just look at Instagram and sing. It's six o'clock in Houston and I haven't had dinner. What should I eat? Should I prepare something at home? Or should I look at Postmates? All right, plug it up. I mean, plug it in. (laughs) Plug. plug it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> who plugs first? Me? Do you want me to pl- sure. plug? Plug. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey guys. Where's my Skype? I want to see. There you are. So you can follow me mm-hmm. around. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Please, <laughs> Please don't. don't. I let. Not I in let, person. I like rep- Not in person. That's weird. Uh, you can follow me online uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Tumblr on anywhere else really probably uh puff crispy puff like the magic dragon crispy with a k like the delicious marshmallowy treat Mm -mm. um (laughs) one word yes one word 
don't follow me on Facebook. Because who cares? Yeah. Uh, I have a website that I still haven't touched because I've been busy with other things. Uh, but it is Tempest in a Teacup. The, the address is teacup-tempest.com. Uh, I have my cat Instagram that I haven't updated in a while. All of these things are collecting dust, but look. I mean, people can hop in there and be ready for the next. Yeah. You just look at, you just look at all the pictures of my cats and they're yeah. hilarious captions. Uh, seven, take the wheel. Like Jesus, take the wheel, but swapped in with my cat's name because <laughs> it felt right. But not Harper. Uh, but not Harper. Well, look, in terms of the doms of my cats, seven is going to be the one driving. Yes. Harper's just going to be uh, digging a hole somewhere and trying to crawl into my underneath my baseboards. That was a year ago. That was a year ago that my cat found a way into a crawl space in my brand new apartment. And I had to grab her out by the scruff of her neck. Anyway, that's all my plugs. <laughs> it's on you now, girl. Oh. Uh, Plug it up. I have my website, estersharp.com. Mm. I recently released a follow-up to my novel, The Watchfall of Sparrows. It's a little hand-bound, zine-style uh, booklet called Words for Burning, and it's available mm. on my website. And... You can follow me on Instagram at a little river stone for writing slash life. And for my art, you can follow me also on Instagram at follow the paint. In the meantime, buy Esther's paintings on Esther's Buy Shop. Esther's um, paintings. Yes. Buy Esther's paintings. Or stickers or a sketchbook mm -hmm. or my books. There's a lot of options. There's a quite a few stuff. things on my shop actually now. So go ahead. And I look. think... Once we stop recording, I am actually going to go down and check my mail to see if. Yay! <laughs> just yeah, because I ordered. In the cold. A, I ordered a copy of. No, it's not cold. It's Houston. It's not cold. Oh, that's I have right. my window. That's open. right. That's <laughs> I'm right. sweating. What am I thinking? I think. Whoa! I think oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I'm sweating because of all this talk of uh, David Beckham's butt. <laughs> um, but I will go check my mail and see if it has been delivered mm. because I haven't. I've, uh, you know, when you don't leave your house, <laughs> checking your mail yeah. becomes um, something you forget to do. That's right. So here we are. Here we are. Wrapping it up. We really, we really did a tight five. We did a tight two hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that was like an hour. That's hour what I call a five. <laughs> I think we got going at like 4.30. Yeah. My time. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, that's, I'm, I, don't, I don't have I'm, anything. I'm complete. I'm, I feel good. Do we have any advice for gotten. the listener that we could pull out of this? Um, that one CBS exec from the 70s is wrong <laughs> about the name <laughs> Bruce being too gay. So don't do that. Don't don't think of the name Bruce as being gay. Anyway, do you want to stop recording this? Yeah. You want to do our? Do you want to yes, do what we do? Yeah, okay. I want to do what we do. All right, bye guys. Bye guys.